Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. How are you doing today, babe? Hi, good morning. And did you enjoy your Valentine's last night? Yes, I did. You and during the day. Yeah. <laughs> during the day. You know what? You made me a really good meal. She, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but my wife isn't just one of the most brilliant scholars ever. Just so y'all know, only 1% of the country gets a PhD, only 1% of the country completes a marathon, and only 10 per, about 10% of scholars get tenure, and maybe another 10% of that 10% of that 1% actually become full professors. So not only is my wife super brilliant, she also cooks her ass off. I try to be the best I can be. That's really something. I think back on my accomplishments, and it just amazes me. I'm like, what was I thinking? What am I doing? And for a black woman, I have to just like pat myself on the back. You a strong black woman. What's up? What's up? I'm every woman. <laughs> it's all in me. <laughs> well, shout out to the strong black women in the building. I, I don't think the term strong black woman is an insult. I know people are, you know, they, it's not politically correct to use that term anymore. Do you know that? Yeah, because it's a stereotype about black women. I mean, we're 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 mm. helpless too. We need you too. We can't do it all on our own. I think that's what that's implying. Well, you know what? I think that one one way to frame it, I, I personally think that being strong is a, a, a positive thing. Like I think that's I'd rather be strong than weak. And but I think also you could I think you could be strong and also appreciate the value of interdependency. Yes. Know? It's a strength to say I need help. Yes. It's weakness to just do it all on your own. Yeah. Or it's also strength. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a strength to say, you know what? Um, yeah, I need you to help me out, but I'm going to help you out too. Well, in order to do that, you have to have trust. Yeah. I got to trust that you're going to come through for me. And so some yeah. people don't even ask. I'm not even going to ask because I don't even trust anybody. Why waste my time That's making so myself true. vulnerable? And I'm sitting here waiting on you mm. to come through for me and you're not. Oh, which, by the way, is interesting because it kind of relates to what we're going to talk about today. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, so first of all, good morning to everybody. And give us a yes in the chat if you can hear us. Sometimes we go live and weird stuff happens with the technology and y'all can't hear us. So give us a yes in the chat if you can hear us uh, so we can um, move forward. Uh, I see Waris and Erica and Diane. Good morning, Diane. Diane sending her love. We're sending yes. love right back to you. Love for Diane. James and Michael and Legacy Vin. Okay, so they can hear us. All right. So yeah, so anyway, I, I was trying to pull the video up. I really wish I could. I couldn't get the video loaded in the system. I did my best. But there was a, a video. If you go to boysandalishatv.com, I, I put the video up there uh, with a woman who starts off by saying she dates eight to 10 men <laughs> at a time. And that would that right there gets your attention. It does per week. She said per week. Per week. She running through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she turned over every stone. Yes. And also, she said that she pretty much dates only prison inmates. Man, you got to watch this video, boys. I mean, everybody's got to watch the video. I know you saw the video, but I mean, she's got charts and everything. She has actually cleared out one section of her house mm. just for charts and graphs on the men, just trying to keep them all straight. She can't keep her men straight. She got a vision. <laughs> she says a vision board. Yes, a vision board and everything. That's her vision. Yeah, and she says she wants. Um, she <laughs> said on her her big visions are love, happiness, and marriage. Wow, that's, that's, those are good visions. The three things that she could never get with a so. prison inmate. No, she well, can never no, get that no, with a well, prison inmate. Well, no, let's be fair though. Let's be fair. What she said, she does say some stuff. She says some stuff that's a little bit odd. You know, like she says, uh, you know, first thing she says that I agree with is she said that 
men in prison are regular men like everybody else, which I agree with. We got to remember these are human beings. These are not, you know, just all terrible people. But she says, but they're like regular men who can't leave their room. Yeah. And and then she says um, something about, uh, what was it? Um, well, I wait, I just want to comment on that part just alone. Okay. Like, okay. let's just dissect this and break this down. Yes, I mean, please, relationship expert, break it down for us. What's boys, dating is so confusing. I don't know if you know this. Like, I'm thinking about my friends who were dating. I, when I was dating, you know, there are clients I have who are dating. It is so confusing. And if you date someone who's not really available to you like that, it takes out the confusion. Like, you don't have to wonder, okay, why is he not calling me? Okay, is it because I said something crazy at the last day? Is it because he with somebody else? He with another woman. That's why he not calling me. Why is he not calling me back? It just takes the confusion out of it. He ain't calling you back because he in prison. Well, she knows where he's at. Like she knows exactly probably, where he is. He'll probably call you when he gets a phone, like a phone check. She knows what time they can they let him loose so that they can make phone calls. And guess what? If they don't call her, she'll just knock them off her vision board and put another person on there. Oh God! So she's, <laughs> she's in, got it down. So she's in control. She is in total control, and she doesn't have to worry. I mean, it is it's it's a lot of fear when it comes to dating and dating someone in who's really unavailable just takes all that fear out. It's almost like like it's safe. It's very safe, and it's almost like I think this is kind of the mentality of women who only date men who are married. Oh wow! Because really? they're unavailable. Like they know that man can't be with you because he's with his wife. And it may maybe is it like lowering your expectations? Like, look, if I don't expect a fair a fairy tale with you, then I don't have to worry about you not delivering, you know, a promise. Yeah, well, you are. You know what it is up front. You mm. know, I know he can't be with me on Valentine's Day because he with his wife on Valentine's Day. I'll get him the day after. <laughs> okay, okay. It's like I can't. I know he can't be with me on Christmas because so it takes the mystery out of it. You don't have to sit and worry. You don't have to trust. I don't have to like ask him for things and worry if he'll come through for me. I know he won't come through for me because he's in jail. Wow. So let me ask everybody <laughs> in the chat. Let's do a, an impromptu survey. Um, all right. So let's get three options. So this lady who says she dates 10 uh, <laughs> inmates at a time. She only dates prison inmates. She has a whole vision board um, with all of her goals and how she manages <laughs> her men. Uh, what do y'all think? Do y'all think she's deranged? Do you think this is perfectly normal? Or do you think that she's actually smart? Like she's actually making smart <laughs> dating choices. What do y'all think? You know, answer in the chat, uh, you know, what your opinion is. Okay, Manuel says cray-cray. <laughs> you think, it, 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 but you know, okay. So let's talk about that cray-cray part, right? Uh -huh. You know, it, she mentions in the video, and by the way, if you guys go to boysofalishatv.com, the video's right there. I'll put the URL on the screen so you guys can go see the video for yourselves. Um, you know, Okay, so so she mentioned that this came from her father. Yeah. Like there was, the, you know, the relationship with her father where her father was not available. So as a father, mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, this is why black fathers matter. Yes. Because you set the <laughs> template for how your daughter is going to perceive the dating pool in the future. If you if you a thug that's in and out of jail or you killing people or you're not there, she's going to look for men who imitate that behavior. What do you think about that? It is a dynamic that she experienced as a child, and it was probably very painful for her. And mm. so what you do is that you replicate this dynamic when you get older. I mean, there's a reason why I'm married to you, and my dad was a college professor. Mm. Here you are with a PhD, and I'm married, 
and my dad had a PhD. I marry you with a PhD mm. and you teach all day long. And growing up as a little girl in Tuskegee, I would watch my dad teach all day long. I mean, it's so familiar to me. And you know, it's really interesting. Like when you're teaching your classes uh -huh. and I'll just be laying down, I can hear you. I go right to sleep like a little baby. It does not wake me up. Wow. I'm not disturbed at all by your loud voice. <laughs> it doesn't wow. disturb me. It's just like something familiar. So I think that's what she's gravitating to, the familiarity of it all. Mm, if I can say that word. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're um, a sapiosexual. Like, you know. I don't, well, I don't like stupid men. When you were when you were young, you know, I, I saw all those basketball players and football players looking at you and stuff. So I was like, oh Lord, she's she, she, she gonna be, she one of them girls chasing thugs and well let me tell you, when I was little and Gary, I had a crush on this guy. I thought uh -huh. he was so cute. Really? And um okay. And we were on the tennis team together, I think. Yeah, the tennis team. So he probably knows. He if probably, he's listening to this, he'll be like, oh, that was me. He probably didn't <laughs> like tennis. I just played because he was on the team. I mean, come on. So anyway, <laughs> I liked him. And then my friend went to school with him. And she said he gets D's on his report card. And I was like, mm, I don't want to be with him anymore. Really? I like totally iced him because he was stupid. So you walked away because he was dumb. I was like, he's stupid. Well, he's... shout out to the women who like the smart men. Because sometimes guys who are smart, like the guys that are in the books that are working hard, they feel like they're losing. It's like, it's almost like women when they're trying to compete with the hoes on Instagram, you know, <laughs> that are showing booty and getting all the likes because the booty's out. But, you know, but it's like, there's a, there's something to be said about quality in, in terms of in intelligence and all that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, back to this lady, um, if she was my client, <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I would try to make she she is be, she's aware of this dynamic. So she's aware that there's something going on. But if she was my client, I would try to, like, connect her to the pain associated with having a father who's unavailable. Mm. Because I think what's going on is that she's working all of this out through her mm. current relationships in hopes that it will be different. She didn't seem happy in the video. No, look at that picture of her. Look at that yeah, face. Like that face in the in the image She's right there. Mad. Is the... This is a little girl who's mad at her father for not being there. Mm. Like when I see that face, I was like, "Oh, child." Damn. Yeah. She needs some help. She kind of. <laughs> she kind of had an attitude that was like, you know, it sucks and I don't like it, but this is just what it is. Yeah. And I'm just, or I'm managing the best I can with. Like it's almost like she's making order out of chaos. You yeah. know, like like it's chaotic that white people have incarcerated so many black men in the first place. Because that is true. There are a lot of good black men in prison. Like, well, she's reaching out to them. Right, 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 right. But but let me say this though. Like, mm -hmm. let, let's put it into context because I don't think we should look at it like, oh my God, why would you date an inmate? Inmates are worthless. Remember, just this week I interviewed um Dr. Boyce TV, uh, Larry Miller, the for former CEO of the Air Jordan brand who's now the chairman of the Jordan brand. He he took he went to prison for 10 years. Uh but he took the Jordan brand from 300 million a year to 3 billion a year if I'm not mistaken. He's a smart guy, he's a good guy and and but he made a mistake when he was young and he got time in prison and there were people that wanted him to be banned for life. They wanted his tenure sentence to become a lifetime sentence. Uh you know, by basically denying him opportunities. He just got lucky. They it just didn't show up on his record when he applied for jobs. So my point is to say, you know, there's not I would I don't know if I'd say it's totally out outlandish to to fall in love with a man who's locked up because I believe there are a lot of good men who are locked up. And I've also read somewhere where there that women who like attention, you know, they they that they can get into that because they're like, look, I got all your attention. 
and, mm -hmm. and there's no competition. Yeah, so they're very needy women, mm. and um, what I'm, what I would you think say to her, needy if, if yeah, okay. yeah, I think it's very needy, and um, of course she didn't get the attention that she needed, and she's working this out, mm. and feverishly. I mean, it, that whole wall is full of what she really wants, and she really wants that love, attention, respect, acceptability, mm. and all of that from her father. But I, um, the thing is, is that can this lady have a real relationship? Mm, interesting. Can okay. she have a real relationship? Yeah. Well, I mean, does in the in deep down inside, I don't even think she she believes that she deserves true love. Mm, wow. By the mm -hmm. way, everybody, you're watching Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. This is where we get together on our pillows and, and do our podcasts and talk about the things that two black college professors who love each other would talk about in the morning. We decided to do the podcast because we have the most interesting <laughs> conversations when we're laying in bed. And I said, you know what? The world is full of the promotion of ignorance. Uh, let's see if we can promote some black love and black intelligence out here. So that's why we're doing it. And uh, we appreciate you guys joining us. Hit the, the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up if you haven't done it yet. And let me show you all something Alicia sent me for Valentine's Day. First of all, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out here. Uh, you know, if you're looking for the, the love of your life, you'll find it. Just keep keep doing your thing. Uh, this is something Alicia sent me. And I thought, by the way, I thought this was very nice of you. Did you like that? I was trying yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, you just, you airdropped it to me on my phone. I, I did. I was surprised. I don't get airdrops. You didn't text it. You airdropped it. I did airdrop it. Yeah. And I, and I was and I was sitting there waiting. That's the whole thing with dating. Even we're married. I'm like, oh, is he going to accept my airdrop? Or, <laughs> or is he not going to be? I knew you'd be on your phone because you're always on your phone. I'm like, oh, he's always on his phone. I'm just going to airdrop it's it. It's like passing a note to me in class. It is. But it was spontaneous. You didn't even know it was in there. It was just like, boop. So I checked the box. I said, yes, I will go with you. Yes. Will, will you be I my valentine? Be valentine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she sent me this, and I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, another thing I was thinking about today that's really interesting. You're going to find this interesting. I, I did a podcast this morning about the versus battles. And did you hear that no. people are outraged about the versus battles? Um, because, you know, Anthony, well, first of all, did you know Anthony Hamilton is about to do the next verses with Music Soul Child. I know that I did see that because I do follow both of them on Instagram, I think. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Anthony, well, Anthony Hamilton, you took me to the Anthony Hamilton concert. I like him. He is a great singer, and but I can, I will put it on a stack of Bibles that the only way I would end up at an Anthony Hamilton concert is if you asked me to go. And, uh, but I enjoyed myself. It was really nice. He's a great singer. Anyway, the Versus people are getting a lot of pushback right now because they decided to start charging for the versus battles so everybody's like pissed off the whole internet's like on fire because you know who's paying for that no one's paying for that versus well you know what it is i think it's like like those yeah. stream, streaming companies like they you have you choose your business model right you either have a big audience of people that pay nothing or you have a smaller audience of people that pay something why would they charge what's their thoughts about that i mean it became big during the pandemic because we were kind of sitting at home wanting some entertainment mm -hmm. but i don't know if like now things are starting to open up a little more i've been saying that for a year <laughs> but you know if if there's any need i just go see them in concert yeah that's what people were saying people were saying i'm gonna pay i'll pay money for a concert yeah. i'm not gonna pay money to sit in my living room and watch them show up late, show up drunk. Because the mm -hmm. versus battles, I heard they're kind of ratchet. I don't, you don't I, know what you're going to get. I have not watched a single versus of you. Um, I watched one because someone showed it to me. Was it Brandy versus Monica? No, I did not watch that. That was the biggest one. They had 1.2 million people watching live. Brandy versus Monica. Yes. 
Mm, okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought you might find that interesting since you're a big Anthony Hamilton fan. Mm, you know. I am a big Anthony Hamilton. And I like music soul chat. What? Yeah, oh, he's great. The Philadelphia sound. Shout out to Kenny Gamble. What? One of my mentors, my homeboy. Love I never the, got to meet. Guy. I never got to meet him. Yeah. Um, Maybe next time you go to Philadelphia, I'll go with you. You, you can meet Kenny. Uh, and also um, uh, Carvin Haggins. Carvin is, I think Carvin, like, literally was, like, the first person to, I don't know if he produced Music Soul Child's album or something, but he's the genius behind a lot of what Music Soul Child's, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, shout out to Philadelphia. They have a lot of talent there. So, anyway, so back to this lady who dates 10 prison inmates at a time. So, you know, it almost seems to me that when you're talking about something like this, I think the part about it, here's my take on it, right? Mm -hmm. The idea of dating a prison inmate, I don't think that makes you crazy. I really don't because I think inmates, first of all, prison is the black man's nightmare. It really is because they send so many of us to prison. Second of all, um, I think these men deserve love too. And some of these men are quality men. Now, what makes me wonder is one, the fact that she's managing so many different relationships. (laughs) I mean, 10 at a time is like, Lord, like that's like processing cattle. How can you really be in a relationship, a real a real, I'm saying real relationship when it's just 10 different men at a time. Like, it's impossible. Yeah, she's she's managing those dudes like stocks. And like as soon way, as they the say man, something. The way I manage my stock investments. You that's know, right, you know, non-committal. Look you know, at that. Mm, she's not really she's committing. Diversifying. And, and I'm wondering why is she not committing to one person? And she probably, I mean, you know what I really wonder? What? If she thinks that a man just can't commit to her. Mm. he's just it's it's not even possible that she can have this commitment she's in a lot of pain that's what i get she's in a lot of pain she probably needs therapy so, well for that, sure I, I think that's like <laughs> i don't know what do y'all think y'all think she could use some therapy <laughs> what, what do y'all ther- think therapy i mean if anything to raise awareness a, a deeper level as to why she's so motivated um, to yeah, continue to yeah, do what whole she's vision doing board with all her men on the vision board because it's not ne- she's never gonna what were the three words on her vision board um, love, happiness, and marriage. She's not going to get any one of those well, what's, with, the, with what she's doing. Well, you know what I always I wondered about, too, is I wonder if you are dating somebody who's in prison and they're super attentive, does that change when they get out? Oh, you when know? they get out, I bet she probably doesn't. She's too scared. Yeah, I, I would wonder about that. It takes a lot of fear when they get out because now she's like, why is he not calling me back right away? Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> people, know. because people's behavior changes when they have fewer options. Uh-huh. Like same thing, male or female. Like yeah. you, you have a woman that ain't got that's lonely. She's gonna deal with you different than a woman who's got ten guys trying to call her. Same thing with men. A guy who is locked away, mm-hmm. who knows that you're the only person that's gonna take his calls. You're the only one that's gonna send him money and put money on his books. But when he gets out, suddenly all the floodgates are open. You know, um, that that's a that's another factor that I wonder how that plays out for her. I wonder if she's going through so many men in prison. Are they just like? Dude, you gotta get with this lady. She be with you. Like I wonder if they all know each other in prison. And they just like I, so. I mean, think about it. Think about prison inmates. Like they mm. I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about them, but uh people who are in prison, but I'm just wondering, just men in general, just like get with this lady. She will be like your girl. All you gotta do is pay yep. her a whole bunch of attention and maybe she'll put something on your um was a commissary or something mm. <laughs> she put something down you know maybe nah, I, I maybe they that. passing her around and she thinking she going through all the men <laughs> well you know it's a, i mean it could be transactional right and i think transactional transactions happen all throughout our 
world, right? So, um, I, I be, to me, it's not so much. I don't judge whether or not something is a transaction. I just want to know: Are you getting what you what you're claiming to get? Like, so she's saying, "Look, I'll just put I'll put fifty dollars a month on the books of ten dudes if they give me attention." Yeah. Well, that's no different from like you paying to go, you know, to an Anthony Hamilton concert. You sing for me, I'll give you fifty dollars. Well, here's the thing: is that I don't think she's getting what she wants because. You um, so? If you look at the videos, she's like, you didn't do this. She's knocking you off the list. One little thing you do, you know, she has like a system. She's got a whole elaborate system she's coming tipping, up where she on. is narrowing it down. She's got like, <laughs> she, she actually went out and bought index cards and put index cards on these boards and just narrow that down. It was like, you are out. And, and who knows what they've done to get themselves knocked out. And so you're not, she's not really growing well it's definitely She's not very stagnant i see it as definitely non-traditional <laughs> right and i I'm, I'm a believer in happiness in the sense of if if what you're doing is making you happy then i'm mm -hmm. all for it as long as you ain't really hurting nobody you know um now sheena says hello doctors this is an awesome topic just wonder if you did a video on wendy williams no we did not um i knew what's wendy, happening with wendy williams i think she's losing is her mind Oh. I think that, well, they, they're claimed that's what the media is saying, right? Well, and, it's the uh, drugs, right? Well, she did have some drug stuff going on. And uh, and I, I don't want to be respectful. I, I know I've met Wendy many times. I was on her show like six times and she's super smart. Her father's a college professor. I think that was why we connected. Like she really, oh, really? yeah, yeah. But, you know, but then she gets in a lot of chaos and stuff. And I, you know, but um, I wish you the best. You know, no, we didn't talk about Wendy Sheena. I, I don't, I don't know if we will get a chance to hit that one. But um, can the bank I, keep her from her own money? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you have to talk to lawyers about that. But I, I think that there are laws that, that can allow people to come in and take your assets. But anyway, so, um, so the conclusion on the lady date <laughs> the ten inmates at a time is. Uh, my conclusion is, what's your conclusion? My conclusion is, do you okay? That's it, like, what, all right, you know, whatever <laughs> makes you happy, do, do you all right? That's a conclusion, I guess. Okay. My conclusion is, I would encourage her to um try to put at least one or two men in the rotation who are actually available mm. to give her the love, the okay. real marriage, happiness, whatever words she put on their love. Because um, I would venture to say that it's pretty empty and she's probably not getting what she wants. Mm. So, but in order for her to do that, it's going to take her to become available and vulnerable and possibly, you know, put herself in a position where she could get hurt emotionally. Mm. And she's got to know that it's not her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. well, those just the daddy issues alone. I mean, the fact that she made the connection with her father's behavior mm -hmm. and her choices that right there says that there's more, I'm sure, to dig into, right? And well, I think, that's the first level, and I, yeah. And I would say for anybody listening, you know, look at your relationship with your opposite sex parent. That'll probably tell you a lot about how you respond to mm -hmm. the opposite sex when in, in a dating relationship. I know, I mean, my mother is a social worker just like you. She's light-skinned just like you. Y'all look alike. You know, y'all took a picture together. <laughs> y'all look like freaking twins. You know, and your father, your father was a college professor just like me. So it's kind of like interesting. He was, and you know what? He's kind of quirky, like you. You're a little quirky sometimes. Your dad was a great man. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> Francis Taylor. He was quirky. That's that's my man right there. But anyway, he was brilliant. But um, yes. wow, God, something came to me when you were talking. Wait, you were talking. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you were saying, yeah. So it it does depend on your relationship with the opposite sex, but it also depends on what you saw between your mother and father growing up.
Mm. Like that dynamic, what did you see? Did you see your dad being rude and disrespectful and not being available mm. to your mother? Did you see your mother? How did your mother deal with that? Was she mm. sad? Did she cry a lot? Did they argue? You know, what did you see growing up? And so you don't even, it's, it's unconscious. It's subconscious, actually. You repeat mm. all of those patterns. You don't even know mm. that you're doing it. Well, Charles Brooks says she's a freak. So I, but I think just, wait, is she doing conjugal visits? Oh thing. my god! I don't know how many how many prisons. I got so many questions that. for this lady. <laughs> be, yeah, I'd be curious about that. Like, are you, are you getting some is conjugal this, visits? Is this all, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just all about the sex. Like, I want that prison sex. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what is that? Because well, men are separating from women for yeah, the most part, and it, which is terrible. And how you think about natural. Right. So, oh. I mean, if they do, if that is a, on the, t I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many prisons do conjugal visits, but I would imagine, you know, like, you know, you have been around women that often, you're going to be <laughs> hungry, you know, like feeding a hungry dog, I guess. But anyway, so. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Well, who, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless her. I wish her the best. And I wish everybody the best here. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. And by the way, Alicia's website is coachingwithdralicia.com. Uh, Alicia is a licensed therapist and a full professor of social work and so and also a certified life coach. So if you want to find out more about what she does, feel free to go to coachingwithdralicia.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. You can follow us online at Boyce and Alicia on Instagram. So have a good day, everybody. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. God bless you. We will talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye, everyone. Good job.